Join us now as the excitement continues with the Haverford West Bluebirds. This is the weekly update with the Bluebirds County AFC on Pure West Radio. Yes, it is the Bluebirds update right here on Pure West Radio. Each and every Friday at half past two, we bring you the latest that is going on from the Bridge Meadow. And we're very fortunate to be joined by the chairman of Haverford West County AFC here today, Rob Edwards. A very good afternoon to you. Afternoon, how are you? Yes, very well, thanks. Uh, cheers for taking some time out of your, your very hectic schedule uh, to, uh, to talk to us all about uh, uh, your new venture at the Bluebirds. Pleasure, yeah, no, indeed. So tell us, why did you want to take over the role of chairman of the Cymru Premier side in Haverford West? Well, why not should be the uh, the appropriate question. Um, I mean, Good look answer. around this, obviously aside from the weather, but um, no, just a, a dream or vision to be involved in a football club for, for a while and looking around with clubs in England, such a huge competition, huge demand to try and to get into the Football League and, and take the club to places. But I mean, where we are in terms of being one of 12 National League teams, obviously we weren't a National League team when we took over, but um, it, was, uh, it was certainly on the cards. Um, and yeah, just to, to be an opportunity to play in the National League in any country is a massive, a massive of honour. Great club, obviously long history, 120 years of history plus. Um, good people involved, the opportunity to, to compete against season sides full of ex-professionals, European competition. Yeah, just so many things to like really. And that's great news to hear, Rob. And uh, I know the Bluebird supporters are delighted with uh, the arrival as you are the new chairman. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Rob. What, what's your background? Um, so finance predominantly, so um, worked in various different finance roles all of my working life up until recently. Um, got the business bug, so currently own a wine importer retailer amongst a few other projects in London. Um, never never really been a nine to five person, which is just as well because uh, even running a small football club like ours, you don't imagine the amount of work that would uh, that would need to go into it and the amount of people involved. Um, it's certainly a massive, uh, a massive eye-opener, but I think having a finance and business background will, will suit you in any walk of life really and just being a Massive football man, football fan my entire life. I mean, it's uh, it's been a huge, uh, huge interest in me since I was a boy. My, my dad was a huge fan. I take my son now as well, so uh, he's the fourth generation lead tournament supporter. So yeah, just uh, I think association football and you call it real football, real fans, real community. I've grew up in all my life really, so the opportunity to uh, to be a part of it, I think, with my skill set and passion for football, is a, is a good fit. Hopefully, yep, certainly all the attributes, and we're very excited to see our Haverford West County uh, develop over the next few seasons. Uh, we're delighted here at Pure West Radio that we're official uh, uh, radio partners of, of the Bluebirds and uh, we've been letting our listeners know uh, every week about uh, plenty going on at the club. Uh, Mark joined us last week which was uh, really exciting here, hearing about some of the plans and what's going on sort of uh, behind the scenes but uh, how, how do you feel that the Bluebirds are performing uh, during uh, this current season under this you know very interesting climate? Well I've had a tough start I mean you get promoted to the Premier League. There's there's 12 teams in that in that league for a reason. In that they're the, the best in the country, um, and we certainly we certainly had a tough start. Baptism of fire. I mean, by the end of uh, by the end of the weekend, we'd played three of the top four, five of the top seven in our first games. Obviously, the fiasco, if you want to call it, at the beginning of the season with our game against Kevin Druids called off at the eleventh hour. That would have been obviously a, no offence to them, but a, a better start for us than than what turned out to be. But we've certainly held our own. I mean, there's there's. Got young players who have not played at this level before, still learning the game. I think that they've certainly understood the physicality side of this league and how different it is to the league below. Um, 
but there's good spirit, togetherness, great coaches. There's definitely, I don't think we've been technically outplayed. Um, I think there's just that little bit of nous, a little bit of experience that other teams have, which have had. So we have to learn very quickly. I think, particularly on Wednesday against Barry, I thought we were outstanding, and I mean they, they would be absolutely chuffed that they got anything from that game. Um, but they, I think our goalie, our goalkeeper, aside from picking the ball out of his net twice, had very little to do. Just small margins, but the way we've competed against even Connor's key, I think four-one reflection is probably slightly false. I think on the overall outcome, would did we deserve to win? Probably not, but we certainly had the chances to to make it very difficult for them. And I thought with the better team on Wednesday, in the games we've played, to uh, to played as well I think two points is a bit of an injustice but we we have to play everyone that's the, the, the glory of a, a season I mean it doesn't lie by the end of by the end of uh, 22 or 32 games or however many we end up playing but certainly positives especially from Wednesday night it shows that the players are growing into the league and gelling together and we're, we're finding our own sort of system and formation because obviously a lot of changes off the pitch on the pitch as well with new players coming in um, it's going to take a little while to, to bed in but we've certainly got the right people looking after them and yeah we, we show massive improvement on Wednesday and I think we're going to go to Bala now and just try and try and take the game to them like we did against Barry and it showed we can compete for sure so you're happy overall I think yeah a few more points would have been nice but it's a long season and a lot of positives to take from it so Rob as chairman uh, what would you be happy with this season 10th I think staying up is, is vital. I think we've, we've seen already how difficult the league's going to be. Ultimately, it's to make sure a Premier League team going into next season, 10th kicking and screaming would be fine for us because uh, obviously with a young side, it's another year under their belts, more experience um, and just sort of grow organically. I've said that from the beginning. It's not a case of turning everything upside down because there's very little to fix. I think we just need improvements in certain areas of the pitch, which is happening. Kind of the philosophy of, of having sort of younger, hungrier players who are keen to prove themselves in this division rather than necessarily really trying to kind of overcommit and, and bring people to the club that are maybe not there for the right reasons. Um, we've got a process in terms of the players that we want to bring in and nurture them through and it's going to take a bit of time to uh, to get that right but certainly to make sure a Premier League team next season is, is number one. It's an extraordinary time to be taking over a club as well Rob, there's, there's no uh, uh, denying that. So how are you shaping up without having the fans at the Bridge Meadow? Connors Key was the first game I've watched in, in England or, or here where no fans are allowed and it's just quite surreal to be honest. Um, I think just from a football lover's point of view, it, it does take the fun out of it, not having anyone there to uh, to debate with and, and celebrate with. Um, obviously, pre and post match all, is also very important to a lot of people. So yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, um, it's very surreal. Take does take the fun out of it, but look, we're in the situation we're in in terms of we just have to make sure we can get everything ready and, and do our bit that we have to do here to, to ensure that we play by the rules and hopefully we can get them back as soon as possible. But yeah, it's certainly a surreal time for everyone from a financial point of view, obviously it's, um, it's going to affect a lot of clubs. So the sooner we can get them back, the better. But all we can do right now is make sure we make it a safe environment for, for players, staff. And um, hopefully we can uh, get, get everyone back as soon as possible. I mean, despite the fans and the supporters uh, not being able to go to the Bridge Meadow to watch the games, to go to the clubhouse, there's still a huge amount that uh, the volunteers are doing at the Bridge Meadow, which I've seen firsthand. And despite that, I mean, it looks amazing down at Bridge Meadow. The pitch is immaculate. I mean, are you proud of the team and the staff that you've got behind you at the moment? That's unbelievable. I mean, it's part, part of the reason why it's quite easy to fall in love with, really. There's so many people down here that the club means so much to them. Um, and growing up supporting the team that I supported was a very big 
community club. Um, a lot of local people put in their sort of heart and soul into the club and you see a lot of that here. And yeah, the facilities and the pitch is just immaculate. I think I'm a traditionalist anyway. I think I love a grass pitch and there seems to be few and far between in the Premier League. And commercially, decisions we're going to have to take as things move on. But ideally, we can we can keep a grass pitch as long as possible. I think everyone that I've spoken to about Halford West in Wales and outside of Wales always know the club for how amazing they keep the pitch and the facilities on offer for the standard that we're in. It's a, it's a place to be proud of and we can't wait to get everyone back and uh, enjoy it with us. So is there any scope for the 3G or 4G pitch? Do you reckon there may be a spotlight put on you at some point for that? I mean, there's a reason why I think there's nine of the 12 clubs in the Premier League have artificial pitches. The facilities we have in the area as well for, for academy and training and such, they're, they're few and far between. So it's definitely something that has been thought about before me and, and we'll have to continue to think about but ideally we can come up with solutions and, and ways around it that we can we can keep the facilities that we've got but there's, there's many clubs turning to artificial pitches now purely because of the the upkeep the commercial side of it and the fact we can you can play on it all year round so uh, yeah it's definitely there but at the moment on the back burner well despite all of these difficult times and uh, different uh, scenarios we find ourselves in uh, Rob uh, despite by all of that, there is just some wonderful support for the club through these difficult times. There seems like there's a real sense of excitement and energy from the fans and supporters now due to your arrival, due to, uh, I think, you know, the real kudos of the club now being uh, leveled up again in the Cymru Premier. So uh, I think, you know, a, a lot of respect uh, should be uh, uh, given to you and, and the team as well at the same time for, for really believing in this club and, and seeing a bright future for it. Thank you. I no, appreciate it. You know, look, there's, there's a lot a lot of opportunity obviously back in the National League um, we're, we're trying to make improvements to social media and engagement in the community and just, just remind people that we're here and we're going to make make sure the club's open 24-7 and we can support the town and hopefully the town will, will support us I think there's there's a lot of work to do but we'll, we'll certainly do our bit and hopefully the players will do their bit on the pitch to uh, to give people something to cheer about and give them a reason to come in and yeah we're, we're, we want to make the uh, make the town proud of the club and hopefully it'll be, it'll be better for everyone I mean it is a very difficult question question to answer I know Rob but before you go any ideas when the fans may be back through those turnstiles um, at the moment obviously we're liaising with the FAW who are liaising with the Welsh Government on pretty much a daily basis and at, at the moment there's, there's there's no news I think it's uh Financially, I think a lot of clubs are, are not in good shape because obviously they, they rely on fan revenue, as do we. I think we're we're probably not of the, the, the highest um, sort of echelons of gate receipts and gate numbers, but it affects everyone on a game-by-game -game basis. And the revenue that we lose on a match day is is vital to, to clubs like ours and, and particularly those at the semi-pro level as well. So, yeah, at the moment, no indication. I mean, it doesn't take a seasoned businessman to work out that obviously clubs are losing revenue on a, on a daily basis. So something from will be forthcoming from the FAW or the Welsh Government or where there's, there's, there's going to be a plan in place pretty soon to get people back. At the moment, there's, there's, there's no indication of when that will be. Well, we'll patiently wait in the wings. Uh, Rob Edwards, thank you ever so much for your time this afternoon. Uh, been great catching up with you. The best of luck with this new venture. It's very exciting times um, for the club and yourself by the sounds of it and uh, I know the supporters are delighted and as are we with this new official radio partnership as well. Rob Edwards, uh, Chairman of
of Hatful S AFC. Thanks ever so much for your time. Pleasure, thank you. And for more information, make sure you do indeed check out the website. Everything is available online for you. You can keep up to date with the latest on the Bluebirds. And also uh, when it's uh, match day as well, you can keep up to date with uh, uh, various different match reports on the uh, Twitter accounts and uh, also on S4C as well. Don't forget uh, to listen in for the catch-ups and uh, uh, some uh, live games which are broadcast there. All of the information, it's available online for you at Haverford West County AFC.com. Well, no one expected that. The weekly update with the Haverford West Bluebirds. All the sporting news from the Bluebirds County AFC on Pure West Radio.